Welcome to the Fox River Podcast. We are a church with a heart for people and the message of Jesus. It is our desire that you'll be drawn closer to God through today's teaching. To access notes from today's message, go to foxriverchristian.org slash message. Thanks for listening. Hey, everyone. Don't know if you had a tough week last week, a good week, but we are really glad that you've decided to join with us online today. I'd like to start out by blessing you with a principle that if we apply it in our lives can actually open us up to a lifetime of blessings from God. This is a principle that is literally found cover to cover in the scriptures from Genesis all the way to Revelation. It is a really big deal. And the principle is this. We are blessed to bless. I am blessed to bless. You have been blessed to bless. We are blessed to bless. Now, we all have been blessed by God in multitude of different ways. Though, I'll let you actually be the decider of that. So if you have the capability right now to chat, if you would just put in there, if you are blessed, just write the word blessed in that. Everyone that has been blessed has been given a, just a unique expression of God's love to you. However, God has more in store than just that. God has blessed us on purpose and for purpose. Now, like, what do we mean by that? You see, we can be blessed, and if we're not careful, it would just end with this. I am blessed, end of the story. God's purpose, though, is that the blessing that he has given to us would actually multiply or there would be a cycle of that. So if we're looking at it this way, again, we could be blessed. If that's the end of it, then we just kind of put a period at the end of that dead end. But God's purpose in blessing us would be that we, the blessed, might in turn bless. Because if we do, then this will lead to this in even greater ways. Jesus said this. He said, more blessings come from giving than from receiving. Think about that. Jesus said, more blessings come from giving. This month, though we have innumerable blessings that we could look at and tap into, we will, in this Thanksgiving month, focus on four unique ones. Today, I want to begin with the greatest blessing of all, the greatest blessing that God has blessed us with, which is the blessing of salvation. In the Bible, there's a book, Ephesians, that tells us this. For by grace that you have been saved by faith, it is the gift of God, that is the blessing of God. It's not of works, lest anyone should boast. This gift of God is actually the blessing of eternal life. It is the blessing of abundant life right now. It is the blessing of a life that has been reconciled to God and all of the good ramifications that come from that in our lives. I want to listen to Jeff as he shares his story of the gift or the blessing of salvation. Hi, my name is Jeff Maples, and this is my story. As a 
a kid, I went to a Lutheran church and did confirmation. Once we were confirmed, it was kind of up to our choice, you know. And as a teenage boy, okay, I'm out of here, you know. From that point on, I've always known of Jesus. One February morning in 2011, I woke up with this just explosion in my stomach. I can only describe it as like a firecracker went off in, my, in the pit of my stomach. You know, I felt I, I needed to go talk to Jesus that morning because I just, that's all I could think of. You know, that's all I could, it was overwhelming. It was him grabbed me by the shirt collar and went, get here, right now. So I went through and tried to wake everybody up and uh, was told over and over again, you know, go back to bed, you're drunk. I went through my closet and as a construction worker, I'm not, don't have a lot of, you know, dressy clothes, <laughs> if you will. So I'm going through and I find the suit and I'm like, oh, that's the ticket. I haven't worn the suit in a lot of years. So when I went to put it on, it was like, fat man in a little coat, you know, get it on and go to church and I'm just dumbfounded at everything. And then all of a sudden I heard this just explosion of music, which sounded like a rock show. Guy came out and <clears throat> was talking. The only thing I remember from that entire service was the words that he said there, we're on a level, level playing field, whether you're the President of the United States or you're Jeff Maples. At that moment, I, I knew I wanted a relationship with Jesus. As a kid, you know, yeah, you, you know, you, you go through the steps that you need to do to, you know, make everybody happy. You don't realize that he's standing there with his hand out, like just preach for me. I mean, you know, I'm right here. Remember that suit I told you about? The fat man suit? Sat down, ripped it out from the belt all the way down to the back of the knee. So my hope started on this Sunday that I woke up with the firecracker in my stomach. This is the day that I got baptized at Faith Fest. Better hold him under for a while, Bill. Yeah, he might need a double. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The beautiful, in my eyes, beautiful part about me and how, you know, I feel that he uses me. I have the ability to talk, you know, to anybody, you know. I'm having the same conversation with you that I'm having with anybody else in this world. And that allows me to, you know, get into the dark corners and cracks that this world shadows. One of my prayers is, you know, to use me like your disco ball so that the, your light can be shined into all the cracks and crevices and corners that are hidden from blackness, you know, darkness. That's, you know, where I feel my purpose in life, you know, is, is, you know, to let other people know. He's a good guy, he's there for you. I really appreciate, Jeff, you sharing your story with us, and I love the way that you have actually documented that with ink on yourself that way. Really cool. Now, in the scriptures, we have a passage specifically that tells us how we have been blessed to bless. If you happen to have a Bible, I'm in the book of 2 Corinthians in chapter 5 and verse number 17. It starts out this way. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, the new is here. 
So God starts out this way. If you want to just write the word blessed in the margin or right next to the word therefore, if you have been blessed with this gift of salvation that God has given, then he says this, there is a new creative work that I am doing in you. In the Bible, there's actually two different words for new. There is the word nuos, which would mean new in time, and there's the word kainos, which means new in quality. It means that which is better or excellent. It's kainos that's used here. If you have received the blessing of salvation, then there is a new, a better you that has come as the result of that. It's actually a bit of a paradox. Because if I were to say to you, um, when I received the gift, the blessing of salvation, I was the same guy, but I was a different guy. Jeff's words, he put it this way, and I quote, he said, with the blessing of salvation, my life was changed. It has never been the same. And if you remember, there was actually three different dates on his leg. It was the second one, 8-27-16. That was the time that he opened himself up and received that blessing of salvation in him. Paul, the apostle, he never got over this. God told us this, that he who began the good work in you himself, the creator, began that work anew and afresh. And he is going to continue that. Guy is a better, a new, better version of myself with Jesus in my life. In fact, you could put it this way. When I am in Christ, that new creation, the new, better me, the blessed me has come. And I think at that, you could just go, let's go boom and drop the mic. We are blessed in continued ways from God. Now that moves us into verse 18. Blessed to bless. All of this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Now what is God talking about here about this matter of being reconciled and reconciliation? I think Isaiah kind of summed it up really well for us this way. He said, the trouble is that your sins have cut you off from God. I don't know if you've ever known somebody married but are in the throes of divorce. They are at such odds with each other because of the action that had taken place. It seems like it's irreconcilable and therefore heading toward divorce. Isaiah finished and said this, that our sins, because of our sins, he's turned his face from us and he will not listen. But this is what God then did. We continue reading that God made him, that is Jesus, to be sin for us. He who knew no sin, that we might be the righteousness of God in him. When we think about religion, religion would be, um, man's way of trying to reconcile himself to God. Like, I'm trying to do the best I can, God. I'm trying to do good to make up for the other things that I've done in my life, and I'm just trying to work at making this right again. Whereas the gospel, that is God's way of making us or reconciling us to himself. And that's what he desires for each 
and every one of us, that we would be reconciled to God. And when we are, he said, because you have been blessed, I have now given to you the ministry of reconciliation. I'll go like, what is the ministry of reconciliation? It's simply us sharing the blessing, the blessing of salvation with others. Jesus' words were these. After his resurrection, he said, just as the Father has sent me, now I send you. Now it's at this point, we may start to get a little bit nervous or a little bit uncomfortable, as in, I can't do that. Like, I wouldn't know where to start. I don't see myself as an evangelist in any way, shape, or form. And honestly, I've been there. I mean, I've been there in that fear. I've been there in that frustration. Like, okay, I, I know what Jesus wants me to do, but I don't think I can do this. Which is why I want to share with us something that I know that you will say, I can do this. And we will find ourselves continuing in the cycle that God wants for us. In fact, we're going to take the word bless and we're just going to make an acrostic out of it. B-L-E-S-S. So we'll start with B. How do we bless another? B would be we begin with prayer. We pray this, God help me. God, who could I bless? Who could I share? Who do you want me to share with? Who's the one that you have for me? Now, let's just stop right here. Can you do that? Could you pray and just ask God for help? You can, can't you? And here's what I want you to do. I just want you to go to the chat right now and put in there, I can do this. We go to L. L would be listen. We want to listen to the Holy Spirit. In other words, if God answers that first prayer of ours, here's how I'm going to help you, or here's the person that I want you to. He may even give us those you know, unique divine appointments. But then we listen to other people. And listening is a gift, or you could say listening is a blessing in and of itself. When we listen to others, guarantee you this, relationships come alive people you're going to find are anything but boring. You start to ask them about their growing up and about their story and about what's going on in their lives, you're going to discover this in a very short time, that truth really is stranger than fiction. When you hear about some of the stories, about some of the things that you've gone through, guarantee you, there'll be times of laughing, there'll be times of weeping, and there's going to be times your mouth's just kind of like, I can't believe that really happened to you. Tell me more. When we start to listen to people, ask them a question about themselves and listen, people will really quickly discover that, that we care. Because as we listen, as people share their dreams, as they share their hopes, as they share the things that they're frustrated with, some of the struggles that they're going through, some of the disappointments that they've had in life, not only do they know you care, but it gives us something that we can intelligently, specifically, we can pray with them about. And you might even just in that moment go like, wow, can I pray with you about this right now? And then just let God do what God does through that. Listening also affords us just the opportunity for them to be able to ask questions. Now, do we always have the answers to the questions? Of course not. 
But that doesn't stop us. And their ability to ask them, I guarantee you, is going to help them on their journey of faith as well. So when it comes to just listening, I want to ask you, can you do that? You can, can't you? So just put it in the chat right now. I can do that. E is really one of the letters that I think I excel at. Because E stands for eat. <laughs> eat and build relationships. I feel like I'm highly qualified to eat and to drink. Fill in this blank if you can. I know you can, but fill in the blank. Jesus was a blank to or of sinners. Would you say that Jesus was a pain to sinners? Would you put in that blank that Jesus was a preacher to sinners? How about this? Jesus was a, a basher, a judger of sinners? Those aren't fitting, are they? But how about this? Jesus was a friend of sinners. Tell you what, when you start to eat with somebody, it takes L, it takes listening to a different level, doesn't it? And of course, in building relationships, you're not limited to just eating or getting something to drink together. For me, it would be going and playing golf with somebody. It might be going to a game. It could be shooting together. It might be hunting or fishing. It could be a home project we're doing. It could be barbecuing. I mean, you get the idea with this. We're just doing things to connect with people because they are people. I just want to make sure that all of us are just really crystal clear about this. God didn't give us people as projects. We are not to try to bless somebody like they were a project. Our mission here at Fox River, I mean, this keeps it so clear for us, right? Our heart is people, and our message is Jesus. And when our heart is people, we just look at people like Jesus looks at people, people that he was willing to literally to give his life for, to sacrifice for, people that he cared about, people that he enjoyed being with, people that he came to. That helps us to make sure that bless is something that is natural and flowing with us. So when it comes to eating with somebody, drinking with somebody, can you do that? Put it in the chat. Our first S is going to be serve. Serve just is a word of help. How can I help you? It might be something as simple as somebody um, inviting another person to go like, hey, would you like to go to Starting Point or Alpha with me? I'd be happy to go there with you. It might be helping out with the kids. Maybe something at work. You can see somebody's just getting behind or there's something that they need that you could help them with. When we serve, again, we show that we care. Can you help others? You know what to do, right? Let's put it in the chat. I can do that. Which brings us to our last S, which is share. When we share, we're simply sharing what our story is, like what Jeff did with, it, with us today, or it's, and it's sharing, um, this is the good news about Jesus, that Jesus died for our sins on the cross and that he rose again. We can do all of the B-L-E-S, but if we never take the time to share. If we never take the time to actually tell them about Jesus or invite them to Jesus, then we will never allow them. I mean, they're going to be still cut off from that blessing, the blessing of salvation that comes through and with Jesus himself. So, quick review. We want to begin with prayer. We want to listen. We want to eat and build relationships. 
serve and share. And let's say it together. I can do that. Personally, there is a verse of Scripture, it's found in the Old Testament, that has gripped my soul, and honestly, it's just never let me go. It's found in 2 Kings, and it says this. This is a day of good news, and we're keeping it to ourselves. What we are doing is not this particular set of circumstances, the Assyrian army had come to conquer Israel and specifically Jerusalem. Jerusalem was a walled city and so they brought their entire army and they literally besieged it, which means they just camped around it and they cut everything off from going um, or coming. They would starve people either into submission or into brokenness, literally starve them to death. There happened to be four men who were outside of the city walls it was because of the sickness they had of leprosy. And they were dying of starvation, and they just reasoned this way. We can either go to the Assyrians and beg them for something to eat, or else they'll just kill us. Either way, we're going to die. So they went to the camp, and they discovered that there was miles of provision. There was food on the stove, and it was cooking, and it was ready to go. There was clothing. There was riches that was there, but there wasn't a soul in sight. That was a God thing that he did. And if you want to read in 2 Kings 7, the story, you can fill that part in for yourself. But what they did is they just began to feast. And then they loaded up some wagons. I mean, they just did what we would do, right? And they were piling up. They were piling up the, you know, money and clothing and everything that they would need. And they'd haul that off and they filled their house and they filled their garage that way. And they came back and again, they looked and they just saw miles of provision. And they saw Jerusalem who was in there and they knew nothing about that which is when they said, this is all here. And they don't know. For us not to tell them, wouldn't that be wrong? And they did. The blessing of salvation to us is something that God truly wants us to share. At the beginning of this year, if you happen to be with us, 2020, we start the year off with this vision of E-O-B-O, which was everyone bring one. And the year started off like really strong, really good. And then COVID hit. And you know the rest of the story. And here we are today, and it's like we can already see on the horizon 2021. And in some ways, it can't get here soon enough, right? Like, can we get over this? Can we get onto that? But what I envision for us in this coming year is E-O-B-O, just a little different. This year of everyone, bless one. And my friend, if you've received Jesus, if you have received the blessing of salvation, I don't want something from you, but I truly want something for you. I don't want you just to, to go out and to do something because you, you've got to, but... If you will, if you will go, the blessed to bless. This is what's going to happen. That the first love that you had for Jesus is going to be stoked within you. That your joy will continue to grow. You're praying, it's going to get stronger. 
your worship is deeper, your faith, it will get stretched and you will be blessed more. And that's what I want for you. And it is there if we, the blessed, will bless. But I also know this, and it's in love that I share this, that if we don't, if we just let the blessing, the greatest blessing of all, just end with us, then our faith will turn inward. We will get jaded spiritually, and we will become judgmental. Don't let that happen. Please don't let that happen. And worst of all, the lost will lose. There is a heaven and eternal life with God to be gained, and there is a Christ-like, Christless eternity in hell without him. And God said this free gift is there awaiting, and we just need to be able to share that with others. I do want to ask if you haven't received that reconciliation that comes with receiving Jesus yet, that I want to invite you to do that now, to be blessed with the greatest blessing that God has. And then you in love may be able to bless others as well. Let's pray to that end right now, shall we? Jesus, thank you that you did for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. Your death to reconcile us to God, your resurrection that starts that new, that better creation that God is doing in us now. Thank you. For our friends here who in sincerity are asking you, Jesus, for your forgiveness and to bring you back to bring them back into a whole relationship with God, a reconciled relationship with God, even as they pray, Jesus, that's what I need and that's what I ask you for. Thank you for your saving grace in their life and giving them the greatest blessing of all, the blessing of salvation. Thank you, Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen. And my friend, if you receive Jesus today, what I'd like to ask you to do would either to be to either indicate it by that raised hand or by just putting that in the chat as well. Love to be able just again to extend to you a blessing in addition this coming week. God bless you. We hope you were encouraged today. Subscribe to the Fox River podcast to ensure you don't miss future messages. Stay connected through our social media channels on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, make a difference in the lives of those you know by sharing with them. We are grateful for you and hope you join us again soon.